are Locked On Flames, your daily podcast on the Calgary Flames. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome back to Locked On Flames. Today's episode is brought to you by Rock Auto. Head on over to rockauto.com today to check out all the car and truck parts you may ever need. Fantastic website, uh, family-owned business for over 20 years, so make sure you head on over and check out rockauto.com today. Today's episode is, of course, going to be another off-season look at the flames and news and notes and because it's friday you know that it, that that means it's time to take a peek at our winners and losers of the week but before we can jump into that let me just remind you to make sure that you're subscribed and following locked on flames wherever you get your podcasts because you know technology is funky you might get unsubscribed you might get you know, unfollowed. I don't know. Technology's weird. I've noticed that it's happened to me and some of my true crime podcasts. So I want to make sure that it does not happen to my favorite people on the internet. And uh, let's start today by talking about Connor Mackey. Uh, The Flames finally reached an agreement with Connor Mackey for a, I believe it's one year, two-way deal for just about $900,000. I think this will be good. I'm not entirely sold on Connor Mackey, and that's not to say that he is a bad player. I think that he is one of those players that needs a little extra boost, a little extra support, and development. There's, There's nothing wrong with that. I think that we have seen players kind of get rushed into the big big leagues and just struggle. Anders Bjork is the first player that comes to mind and unfortunately that that happens. It's just uh, unfortunately part of the game. I think that there's just, I don't know, I'm hoping with the Stockton coach moving up to Calgary there will be a little extra support there for him and we'll see him, you know, take those strides. And speaking of signings, Brad Richardson, who is a 16-year vet in the league, has signed another signed a deal. My goodness, I'm sorry. I have not finished my coffee this morning. Signed a deal with the Calgary Flames. He won a cup with Sutter back in 2012. So, you know, I think that this is just another example of GM Sutter playing a role in how he wants to shape this team that he has under him. And I don't think that it's a bad decision, but I'm a little curious to see how these depth signings work because, you know, you can only have so so much depth and you kind of need to start shaping that, shaping your lineup, because camp does start soon. And I don't really know what you can build your roster around, um, considering how many depth signings they did do this summer, but it's not something to worry about. In my opinion, I think that this is just a way to get leadership voices in the room, especially with Geo gone. I think that 
there's going to need to be some sort. I hate saying older guys because it's not like they're not old, but you know, those older voices, those more seasoned voices in the room to kind of help because they need, they need something. I think that this team does lack a little bit of direction when it comes to leadership and when they don't know what they're doing. And, you know, I think that my first two seasons covering the flames have been a little wonky, uh, just because with, I mean, like six weeks into me covering, not even, uh, the flames, there was the pause. And then we had the bubble a few months later. And that was kind of my first taste of flames playoff hockey. And then we had the shortened season where the flames missed the playoffs. So I don't want to judge based on, you know, less than 100 games what I've seen, but I do think that this team just doesn't really know, like, it doesn't feel like they have their heart and spirit in in the game. Uh, my cat is running up and down the hallway and onto my bed and jumping, so I'm so sorry if you can hear him in his little bell, but I just think that this team could really use those older voices, especially players who have won Stanley Cups. And I just think that it needs to happen sooner. I don't want to say like a cookie cutter, like, like this team has to become some sort of cookie cutter. Everyone's the same, but there needs to be some sort of like molding done. (laughs) So I guess like just need some, some sort of motivation and things like that to help get them underway uh but it's actually crazy to think that camp starts in like (laughs) two weeks about uh I don't know what we're gonna do when we have real hockey back it's gonna feel so weird to have hockey in October and I know that I'm looking forward to having the Flames play a full season and (laughs) hopefully making the playoffs it'll be a lot of fun And I'm looking forward to coming back to five days a week coverage and, of course, you know, being here for you and getting that YouTube channel up and running. So we will have an absolute blast. So uh, before we can jump into our next segment here on the show where we're going to talk about little news and notes and things like that, Let me talk to you about Rock Auto. RockAuto.com is a family-owned business that provides you with your car and truck needs. uh, It really makes your life so much easier because you don't have to deal with an actual human being. You don't have to deal with a condescending teenager behind the desk. You don't have to deal with other humans, (laughs) which I love. I think that uh, the pandemic has really taught me about online shopping and the fact that I don't need to interact with other people. And I love that. And rockauto.com has absolutely, absolutely helped me out, especially with my busted window. (laughs) Uh, So head on over to rockauto.com today. Check out all their car parts and truck parts that they have to offer. And uh, write how did you, write locked on in there, how did you hear about us section so they know that we sent you. Direct TV is they're offering you something that you're not going to want to miss out on. Does this sound familiar? You've got one device that lets you catch the game live, another that lets you stream your favorite shows, you're watching sports highlights on your phone, and you've got your neighbor's best friend's cousin's dog's 
owner's login for the good stuff. Well, I want to tell you about a simple way that you can get everything and all the entertainment you love without the hassle and a great way to finally get it all together. <laughs> and it's called Direct TV Stream and it brings your live TV and on-demand favorites together like never before so you can watch everything all in one place that means no more juggling remotes no more needing to buy another device and the best part is there's no annual contract so you know you don't have to worry about it that's one of my favorite things so get rid of the clutter and the confusion and get your tv together with direct tv stream you can learn more about direct tv learn more about it at directtv.com that's directtv.com compatible device required and content varies by package all right, so we need to talk about David Backus. Um, that's not a name I really ever thought I would talk about on Locked on Flames, to be completely honest. But he is retiring. He announced yesterday that he is signing a one-day contract with the St. Louis Blues, of course, where he played a majority of his career and, of course, was their captain. And then he jumped over to Boston for quite some time there I think five years five or six years and they ended up trading him to Anaheim so you know he he came home and I have a lot of respect for David Backus because of course in his hockey career but when it comes down to it I look at him as a human being he suffered a lot of health issues and not the typical uh, you know, hockey injuries with your knees, your groin, things like that. But I'm talking about like intestinal problems where he was supposed to come back, I think after like 14 weeks, but he jumped back after eight weeks. So he returned early. He was dealing with concussion problems. He was dealing with that weight loss. There wasn't really a spot for him on the Boston roster. So he was trying to be an enforcer and it just wasn't working out for him. But I know through many people in the Boston community, um, Ian over at Locked on Boston Bruins did a fantastic episode um, on Bacchus and just kind of his involvement. But he was very involved with the team chaplain. And I, I know that religion isn't for everyone, but seeing how much him and his wife Kelly helped Emily Cave through the loss of her husband Colby um, just was really inspiring to me and just made me really appreciate David Backus for even more uh, as a human being. And I don't think that a hockey player should be remembered just for their on-ice contributions. I think that it's so important to, uh, you know, remember... I'm not... He's not dead, okay? I don't know why I'm doing this as if it's like a memorial. But I think it's so important to remember the contributions that they made to, you know, their hometown, the local communities that they, you know, worked in, and things like that. I absolutely have so much respect for players that give back and find a way to support their community, whether it be, you know, the, their hockey family or something bigger, whether, you know, it could just be their hockey family and their organization, or it could be the city that they work in. It could be families in an inner city 
or whatever it may be. I think it's absolutely wonderful. You know, the fact that there was a community there for uh, Emily when she passed away or when her husband passed away. And then I believe that they've done some stuff with Jimmy Hayes' wife as well, which is just incredible to think about because, you know, two losses within 16 months of each other is just awful. But best of luck to Bacchus in his retirement. I hope that he gets to, you know, still keep that dog uh, foundation going. I know that him and his wife, Kelly, have uh, you know this little rescue foundation that they do, and it's really great. It's a lot of fun, and I just absolutely love when anybody, especially like when it's a husband and wife or like a couple, you know, I think that it's a great to see them pairing up together and putting in some sort of charitable effort, and I am very much looking forward to hearing about how, you know, their lives are after hockey. I think there was something the other day that talks about the difficult transition from pro sports to that retirement life. So I hope that their dogs and their kids are uh, looking forward to having dad around a lot more. And, uh, you know, cheers to the Bacchus family. Cheers to David. Um, It's unfortunate he never won a cup in his career, but you know, uh, best of luck, best of luck. But then on another, you know, warm, heartfelt story side of things, uh, Blake Wheeler, uh, who is a gem, who gives me a lot of faith in hockey men, um, he was at the grocery store and he paid for a family's order of groceries and he did it anonymously as far as I'm concerned, as, or sorry, as far as I'm aware, he did it anonymously. So I think that that's great. I think that that's so awesome. I love hearing stories like that. I, especially during these times, I think that people who can afford to, um, you know, give back and pay it forward sort of deal. I think that's wonderful. I love seeing that. And, um, yeah. So shouts to Blake Wheeler. Um, and then to kind of follow up on something that we talked about last episode, and that was Elias, uh, Pedersen potentially, you know, still being on the market and not really sure what's going on there, but NHL.com reports that, he could be handed an offer sheet sooner rather than later. Uh, there really isn't much report on that. It's just, uh, you know, kind of speculating, but it's definitely something to keep your eye on as we draw closer and closer to camp. And in some unfortunate news, we do have to talk about Sidney Crosby needing wrist surgery. Um, the procedure should just require a six-week um healing time, recovery time, and so he will miss the start of the season, but it's definitely something to keep an eye on as, you know, the NHL draws closer, or I guess they already did reach agreement, but as the Olympics draw closer, that's definitely something. I mean, there's no doubt in my mind that he'll be named to the team, for God's sakes, but definitely something to pay attention to. And there has been no update on, um, again, Malkin, uh, when it comes to his knee surgery that he had. He had another, 
uh, knee surgery. So, you know, we'll keep an eye on that as well. I mean, it is the Eastern Conference, so it's not something we directly have to worry about. But I feel like everybody should always be on the lookout for the for those two, especially. Coming up next, we are going to talk about our winners and losers of the week. And you'll want to stick around for that. But let me talk to you about Built Bar. Built Bar is something that you need to help you get through the entirety of your day. I know with school starting back and kind of having to be on my feet a little bit more, Built Bar has absolutely saved the day once again. Built Bar offers a variety of flavors and protein bars that you can't go wrong with. They taste like a candy bar and they're just they're great. It doesn't feel like you're eating anything healthy. So you'll definitely want to check those out at built.com. And of course, use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off of your next order at built.com. Did anybody watch the Dallas Cowboys game last night? I know. Listen, to be completely honest, I was a little underwhelmed with the banner revealing ceremony, but that's just me. I think that uh, New England kind of does those ceremonies the best. But uh, head on over to Bet Online AG and check out all of the amazing props, updates, and contests that they have going on for you as football season unravels. Week one is here. We are here for contests. The biggest uh, contest going on right now in the world is the half million dollar NFL mega contest um, in the world's largest $200,000 NFL survivor contest. It's open now. So be sure to take advantage of their promo code um, and you will have a fantastic time betting on sports at BetOnlineAG with promo code locked on. All right, so speaking of the Dallas Cowboys in Tampa Bay, uh, last night obviously kicked off the NFL season and that banner ceremony. I don't know if anyone watched it, but it was just kind of sucky. I don't know. It didn't didn't really feel like fun. It just felt like a bunch of fireworks going off and loud music. Um, I don't know, but I'm, I'm a little biased. But for winners and losers, I'm going to talk about the Yankees. <laughs> My losers are the New York Stankies because they are just awful right now. They're two and eight in their last 10 after that ridiculous hot streak that they had. And they are just looking more and more like they're not going to make the postseason. And that as a Red Sox fan, that makes me really happy. That makes me very happy. And I'm a little interesting to see how they kind of close out the month of September and if they're able to bounce back. And of course, uh, you know, my winners for the week, I have two. My first winner is uh, Hunter Renfro, who plays right field for the Boston Red Sox. And he did an interview and basically said that the... (laughs) uh, MLB asked the team to stop testing for covid uh during their covid outbreak and renfro was like yeah no they told us to do that and we said no (laughs) um it's it's really not something to laugh at but i just think that kind of explains why the league wasn't canceling games um why they weren't postponing them and I, i don't know i know that the red sox are not at that threshold for uh vaccinations so 
Uh, it's just a little head scratchy scratchy. I don't know why you'd want to not test your players in the middle of an outbreak. But again, that is Rob Manfred for ya. And then, of course, my second winner of the week is Dak Prescott. <laughs> Last night, he uh, came back after that god-awful ankle injury. And it was the first time that he played in a regular season game in 333 days. And he hung in there against Tampa Bay, which is pretty impressive. I did not expect them to hang with the reigning Super Bowl champions the way that they did. Personally, I thought that it would be over before the second quarter. And I just, I don't know. I'm very interested to see how, um, you know, their season goes. I really didn't have a football team growing up, even though I grew up in New England. I just found Patriots fans to be actually insufferable. So when I started dating my boyfriend, he was a Cowboys fan. Um, Again, sort of on the same line as insufferable. So (laughs) um, I just kind of started rooting for them, and it was hard not to support Dak Prescott. So You know, thank you all so much for tuning in to another week of Locked on Flames. You know that I'm looking forward to being here for you five days a week. It's right around the corner. So thank you all so much for tuning in and making this offseason a little less brutal. Bye-bye.